Welcome to the Earthborn Games Podcast. I'm your host, Anders Carlson, and joining me are Evan Simonette. Hey, Evan. Hey. Have you been receiving lots of feedback about our um, epic uh, mini episode last week? Uh, not really, but I looked at the YouTube comments and there's at least one person that didn't think the character from Control looks like Bob Odenkirk at all. Oh, that's so. right. I saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with that person. And uh, <laughs> there, was some, uh, there was some positive comments on there. Uh, I enjoyed making it with you and that's all that matters. Yeah. In case you didn't see yeah. it, me and Evan try to tried to do a little sketch for you last week uh anyway we also have andrew navarro <laughs> andrew's back you had a little time off i back you feeling recharged and ready to take on earthborn oh yeah i feel great i feel great i felt really enlivened uh yesterday uh being back home and it being cold and wet uh but also very spring-like uh which felt Really awesome. I really enjoyed your guys' little episode. I, I watched it. <laughs> oh. I watched it as soon as it posted. It was fantastic. <laughs> Live feedback here. You guys are witnessing. Yeah, it's and I agree. The, the YouTube comments have been awesome. Um, we've gotten a lot of really good book recommendations. I've been checking out those books. Uh, so I appreciate that. Thank you, everyone who's commenting. Yeah, keep commenting, everybody. Uh, boost the algorithm, I think, for us. Oh. So say say whatever you want. <laughs> don't, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't ascribe to that at all. Keep with the only if you have something. It's about the human connection. To, yes, to contribute. Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, welcome back to the the cold Minnesota weather. Thank you. And we have a special guest tonight. He is Andrew's longtime best friend. Do you still consider call people best friends? I, your, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I would say yeah. that. Yeah. BFF of Andrew and concept <laughs> artist. Uh, on Earthborn Rangers, it's Joe Banner. <laughs> hi, 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 Joe. Hi, welcome. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's yeah, good to have you. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of cool art to look at. Joe's going to show us really early uh, concept sketches. Andrew's got some early concept sketches. We're going to have some cool finished art to show you. So this is going to be a fairly visual heavy episode and i'm going to do my best to describe what's going on for the audio only listeners um but if you want to we're over there on youtube and you can see all the cool artwork i was just looking at it they're just showing me before the before we started recording and i'm excited to talk about it um but first we got some listener questions and comments that i would like to share and uh, we're going to start <laughs> with one from Taylor. And Taylor asks, I'm curious how you all are approaching an open world card game. How is that different than a large play area in Arkham Horror made up of multiple locations? And how is it similar and different than an open world in a video game? This is something I'm, I'm curious about as well. Yeah, Who wants to take a step. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a, you know, a couple of uh, really great questions. You know, one of them is very specific um, to people who know what Arkham Horror is and how to play it, uh, and the other is, is also a great question. I originally was planning for Fisher to answer this, uh, but you know he's he's oh. on a, he's on assignment. He'll be back uh, next next episode. Um, so I'm gonna I'll take this one. Uh, so uh, in Arkham Horror. Um, you, when you set up a scenario, a scenario, an individual scenario in the Arkham Horror uh, card game, you uh, place out 
several locations uh, on the table in front of you. So that could be, you know, anywhere from four to five, six to seven, like it, it all depends uh, on the scenario that you're playing. And each of those locations is then uh, connected to another uh, from a matching icon on each card. And you can travel between those locations based on those icons. Um, and I think, uh, I think it's a really interesting question and an interesting observation because if you imagine that those cards have lines drawn between them and then look at the Earthborn map um, for the valley, I think you could, you know, come to ask this question, like, what is the difference? Like, is it because it effectively seems like the same thing. Um, but the, uh, the biggest differences between the two is that when you're playing an Arkham scenario, uh, regardless of the locations that are in play, you're always playing with the same mythos deck or the same scenario deck. So you go from one location to another uh, in an Arkham scenario, you're still drawing the same cards from the same deck. Uh, when you're encounter, encountering uh, creatures or cultists or, you know, what have you, events that, that, that happen to you in that game. Uh, doors, lots of locked doors and rats. Um, <laughs> so uh, it, when, uh, when you're playing uh, Earthborn Rangers, however, uh, every time you travel to a new location, you're creating a brand new path deck, which is, you know, the equivalent of the Mythos deck in our game. Uh, so you may have one location, you may travel to another location on that map, but as soon as you do that, you're recreating a, you're creating a brand new deck from which you'll be drawing your cards. Um, so in that way, it's, it's very, very different. Um, so that, that I think is the biggest, uh, difference between those two things. Uh, as for how it's similar or different, uh, than an open world video game, uh, you know, there's also already a lot of differences between, uh, a lot of open world video games. So, uh, even saying that's pretty broad, so I'll, I'll also keep it generally broad. Um, I, so I, I would say it's similar in that your um, your individual experience as a player with the game can vary considerably from someone else's, uh, depending upon which and how many different elements of the game world you choose to engage with. So as you're playing the game, you know you'll have lots of options, opportunities to go left or right physically on the map, and um, which locations you. Uh, encounter will be you know and the things you encounter there are going to be very different from what someone else might experience when they play the game um and the fact that it's a card game also creates a wide range of variability so you're creating decks you're drawing randomly uh what you experience in the game like how many side quests you decide to do how much you want to stick to the main quest versus like going off and doing your own thing uh and then the different options you have even within the main quest to uh, pick option A or B or C. All those things, I think, will contribute to people having very wildly different experiences. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that same thing is true in a lot of open world video games. You know, some people, you know, we always go back to Skyrim. Skyrim's a great one to go back to because so many people are familiar with it. But, you know, a lot of people in Skyrim, you know, a common thing or for any Elder Scrolls game is to say, oh, I don't even play the main quest. You know, I just go off and I do all the side quests and that's the best stuff. And some people are like, ah, I beelined the main quest. And then once that was done, I went and did a bunch of side stuff and I turned it off. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty similar to that where, you know, it's really going to depend upon how you approach it. Like if you're someone who wants to hunt 100% the game, you can do that. Uh, but if you're someone who just wants to you go in once and have like a really cool experience that's personalized to you um you can do that too um and you can also just you know mainline the main quest and kind of ignore everything else uh and that that's also an option so um 
yeah, it, it's uh, it's very similar in that way. Uh, I think the way it's most different, though, is that um, since it's a tabletop game, uh, you get to use your imagination, uh, which is something that you kind of get to do with video games, but it, it's doing a lot of the work for you. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the theme and the art will inform your perception, but ultimately, you know, how the action plays out uh, in the theater of your mind is is up to you. And I think that's one of the things I really enjoy about playing the game. And I, I think it's honestly kind of uh, enriched by the fact that whenever I play, I'm playing with blank cards. So there's there's no artwork on it. It's just theme. Uh, so I get to use my imagination a lot. And it's still, you know, a lot of fun, even without that artwork. So um, I think once the art is in the game, it's just going to elevate it to uh, another level. And I'm really excited to both to play it that way and for other people to play it. Uh, so yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's the biggest difference. You know, it's the nature of the medium. Uh, it allows for more or different experiences than you'll get, than you'll get from a video game. I mm-hmm. personally, um, I don't know if other people feel this way, but one thing I like about tabletop games and the, the fact that the things you're looking at on the board have art. Um, I always saw the art as like a lens that is looking at the world from a certain angle and not necessarily how you have to imagine it. Whereas a video game, it's like I I'm shown a 3d model of a character and like, that's what they're supposed to look like. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even with games like magic that has such a broad collection of styles, I'm, I'm always looking at that as like, well, these are just different ways to imagine the world. So it's informing, you know, my, my perception of this, this world, but also like I'm, it's allowing me to come up with my own imagery too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's know, something. Like in, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Anders. No, no, what you, you're you going to say is better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was just going to say, I think, you know, I think some uh, video games try to to put you into the player's role, such as uh, Breath of the Wild, where, where Link doesn't talk. You know, he's just this silent guy. I think a lot mm-hmm. of video games try to, to mitigate that or whatever to, to help yeah. you use your imagination a little bit more, but you're right. It's just a 360 view of the whole world. And yeah. uh, sometimes and I like responding as the silent <laughs> character to the, to the PCs. Oh. I, think it, I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just kind of awkward, isn't it? Well, you know, they say something to you and it's just, mm. yeah, <laughs> my, my son is hilarious. My older son, when he plays games, he's always talking to the, to the video game. It's awesome. He's, he really oh, enjoys yeah. it and really gets into it. Uh, so like I was kind of inspired from hit by him. So sometimes when I play, when I play Skyrim, I'll like read aloud the, uh, <laughs> kind of like act out the, uh, the questions <laughs> oh, you're asking yeah. the NPCs. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, you, Evan, you, you talking about like the different apertures into like viewing the world and your art being one of those where it did, I think you're totally right. And I think, um, you, one of the things I really enjoy about the uh, the Warhammer artwork, Warhammer 40,000 artwork and the Warhammer Fantasy artwork uh, is something that um, Alan Merritt from uh, Games Workshop explained in a meeting once um, where I was present. And it was really awesome to hear him talk about that very thing about how the world is this, you know, is this object. Um, and uh, then he kind of drew it as a circle on the uh, whiteboard. And then, you know, he drew a line like leading to like a little, like kind of a little cone um, and said, you know, this one view on the world is the art and then made another little cone and like this 
is a, this silicone, this is the miniatures. And it was like this silicone here, this is the fiction. And they're all different ways of viewing the world, but none of them are the world itself, mm-hmm. which, uh, mm-hmm. is really awesome. It's a great way to approach, I think, uh, you know, IP because it, uh, it kind of creates this, this aura of mystery and then really also allows for a lot of creativity, um, mm-hmm. if done properly. So, uh, I thought that was really cool, and that's something I've, I really have taken to heart ever since. Uh, ever since I heard it, kind of takes the pressure off too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> totally. I mean, to know that it's like an evolving thing, and you can create and bring your own stuff to it is really important. Mm-hmm. Evan, I feel like we're in like aesthetics and criticism class or something. Yeah, really get it. Really getting to like what is art? This yep. is not a pipe kind of thing. Yeah. Why did I sleep through those classes? Dang it. <laughs> I know. I was like, do I have anything to add about it? Not really, but I can comment on how it feels like that. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, interesting. Uh, well, let's talk art. Yeah. With Joe. But it says here on the uh, on the Google Doc, who is Joe Banner? <laughs> who is this guy in the bottom right corner of our screen? Um, Andrew, do you want to interview Joe? <laughs> do I want to? I, I, I don't know if I'd be a great interview of Joe because I... <laughs> Hard-hitting that'd questions. Be inter- that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of... You guys, you know, you're old buds. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know really to ask him. You know, when we talk, we don't really... <laughs> No, we just talk in yeah. movie quotes usually. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you called him up on the phone, what would be the first thing you say, say to him? Hi, Joe. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Um, yeah. yeah, I can. Where were you I born? Can, I can introduce Joe a little bit. I can give you a little yeah. foundation here. So, yeah. So uh, Joe and I met um, in the summer between our sixth and seventh grade. We had a mutual friend named Todd. <laughs> who lived uh, lived a few blocks away from me? Um, so Joe and I went to the same middle school, but we didn't really we didn't really know each other. And he just moved into town that mm-hmm. year, uh, and I had just moved into town a couple of years prior. So we we're both pretty new to the area too. We we lived in Dublin, Ohio. Or, yes, mm. um, and uh, so we had this mutual friend Todd who invited us both to go with him to uh, the local water park called Wyandotte Lake, uh, <laughs> which was just down the street from Joe's house, and um, it was it was awesome. We spent we've we spent many many days at, at Wyandotte Lake, oh, lots yeah. of big water slides. Uh, it was across from the Columbus Zoo. Um, nice. Had an awesome wave pool. Uh, it was it was pretty, and then also had kind of um, uh, you know carnival type rides like state fair style rides hmm. uh so we went there together and then somehow i don't know what happened to todd we just kind of like disappeared I, yeah so uh i do remember like that's like you know you don't really remember the first time you really connected with somebody but like i really remember the first time i connected with you because we went on this the barracuda it was that ride that like yeah spin you around like this and todd did not want to ride it you never forget the barracuda yeah it's like a fair it's like a ferris <laughs> exactly. wheel but you're riding in a cage that you can yeah flip. you could lock it and it would flip you upside down oh my god probably a ride i would not want to ride nowadays but yeah todd <laughs> yeah. did not want to get on it so me and andy got on and yeah and it flipped us all around and we were just dying laughing and 
yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it saying, oh, yeah. Let me collect my thoughts. Let me collect my thoughts. <laughs> just cracking up, just cracking up the whole time. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know from there uh, we've uh, just always been close. There was one moment in eighth grade where I was a, I was a jerk and uh, and then spurned <laughs> Joe's love for a few months because uh, oh. I was you know trying to trying trying things out you know teenager yeah. uh, teenager <laughs> being stupid. Um, uh, but then after that, you know, we were uh, you know just tight friends forever. We went uh, you know, high school together, and then we also went to college together. And, uh, you know, so stayed close, stayed close. Now we, now, yeah. now we get together once a year, uh, which is what we just did, uh, <laughs> yeah. this past, this past week is where we were. Um, uh, when we tried, we tried to do the podcast, but the, uh, upload speeds are just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it's not possible, but, um, yeah, we wanted to do it on location. So, yeah. So anyway, um, that's the, that is the very, very short version. Mm-hmm. So when Earthborn, Earthborn comes into your to your imagination, Andrew. How how does how do you how do you get Joe's attention? How do you? What, <laughs> I said, do you Joe, do? do you want to work on this thing with me? Uh, and he <laughs> <Sure>. said, Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, actually, yeah. what I think happened was you guys made a pinky swear before you went down the barracuda, and you said, "If we both make it through this, <laughs> we're gonna go on and make this game." <laughs> and now you're making good on the bet and or the the deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Evan. You've earned your pay for this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so Joe, you, you're, you're an artist. Are you an artist by trade or is this like, uh, what do you do? No, <clears throat> excuse me. I went to uh, art school at OU. Um, I was into fine arts. Uh, I went there for initially an illustration major, um, but then they canceled that after my first year. And then I stumbled down several majors since then to like painting and then sculpture and then eventually nothing. (laughs) Uh Uh, But yeah, I, uh, I've always arts just, uh, it's never been like a career path for me. It's been more of like a, just like thing of passion that I do. And I just, uh, I've always dabbled my toe in a lot of things like be it pottery or sculpture, sculpture and like, uh, yeah, just my whole life. Cool. And you're kind of, I've always, well, when these guys talk about you, I always think of you as kind of like this mastermind behind the art of the game. (laughs) Um, But how, 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 how does that work? Like how, how does your, how do your concept pieces like influence the rest of the art? When Andy first uh, introduced the idea of Earthborn Rangers to me, I, uh, he showed me his, his first concept sketches and uh, he's like pretty much just, uh, you know, go, go from here, you know, go from this and, gave me the idea of it and how it's, you know, this place way in the future. And, um, uh, and it's, uh, yeah. And so I just started going, you know, working off his sketches and kind of just jamming. And then like weekly would meet my show. I'm like, Hey, this is what I've done so far. And then maybe they're like something or, you know, so yeah, explore this more. Um, so it was really just like a lot of, uh, exploring characters and, uh, trying different ideas and, uh, yeah, trying to pick, stick with his motifs that he went with, and uh, yeah, that's cool. And we're going to be looking at like a bunch of that stuff and talking about um, how you guys work together and coming up here. Um, do we want to get into that already, or what do you think? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, so we have a ton of stuff, cool stuff to show you. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start here with the uh, screen sharing. 
Here it comes, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're, that we're live. We're Spoiler live. Now. Okay. So we're looking at a <laughs> sketch. Right. We're looking at a we're looking at a sketch, pencil sketch by Andrew. Tell tell yes. me about it, Andrew. What is this? So this. Oh, let me close that. Um, this is the first sketch that I did for the setting, um, which is this kind of teched out dude uh, with like a really wide brimmed hat um, looking out over a valley where there's a strange structure that could be natural, could be uh, a ruin uh, in the distance, almost like a giant termite mound or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with a, uh, with a, with a kind of a hot looking big sun hanging above it. Uh, and this, yeah, this was kind of this first idea I had of, you know, or my first kind of attempt to kind of like draw out this idea I was having about, you know, what explorers in the far future might look like. Um, it's something that I thought about a lot when going on hikes in Colorado, we usually go on a Colorado hiking trip, um, in the late summer and, uh, just go through like mostly through Rocky mountain national park. And a lot of the time when I'm walking through on those, on those paths, uh, I'm essentially just fantasizing about what it would be like to live in a world where your primary mode of transportation was walking from place to place and mm. how cool it would be for that, for that walk through the mountains to like be your commute or like, you know, I'm going to go to the town next door. Like, now I'm going to go walk on this beautiful walk through the mountains. Um, mm-hmm. and then I also love just walking through the mountains and then finding like a cool rock formation and just like staring at that for a while or going exploring, climbing around it, stuff like that. So it was trying to capture that, that vibe, uh, was what I was, what I was really going for. And is this the very first thing you ever put down? This is, paper. yeah, this is the first thing. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I remember that uh, um, uh, and then, exoskeleton. And would you say that that... Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was just saying, I remember yeah. him describing yeah. this to me as like him kind of wearing an exoskeleton. And, uh, yeah. The wide brim yeah, hat it something like a little survival suit. Yeah. <clears throat> is this exoskeleton something that's like remained in the design of the characters? It's something that uh, Evan actually did some work on uh, when we talked about like how to, um, uh, I don't think we referenced this sketch at all, but we talked about there being kind of this harness suit that like allows you to, to hook more things onto your body as a, as a ranger and carry them comfortably mm-hmm. uh, without having to put them all in a big pack. Mm-hmm. And you have, there's some pretty cool concept sketches that Evan has done of that, that I really like. That things we were talking about putting into the art book. Awesome. Yeah. So like something like this, this will this will be in the art book. Amongst some oh, of these sure. other ones. First first sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that wide brim hat. Thank you. Does Thank anybody you. have that hat anymore in this game? Oh, we got some I... wide brims for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more yeah. to come. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, there are more to come. You're totally right. There are more to come. <laughs> Um, now, can he take that off and throw it like a like a saw, you know, like Raiden in um, Mortal Kombat or anything use like your, that? Use your imagination, sure. <laughs> okay, that's that imagination thing you're talking about. Write that like, down real quick. How else do they build their <laughs> log cabins? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they threw the hats. Uh, <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. That's um, awesome. 
So yeah, so then the next ones I thought I'd uh, share are um, the first two Ranger sketches that I did. And these are um, sketches that I did for the first prototype that the Saddlers put together because uh, they, they were using a bunch of like stuff that they pulled from the internet and nothing was quite right. So it was, I was like, ah, I feel like I want to get in, in more in playtesting so I can uh, feel it better. So I did a couple of quick uh, illustrations. Um, so this is one of them that I've titled Ranger Bard. Um, can you full screen that? Yeah. How's that? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so it's another pencil sketch in a, in a lined diary. Yep, I have a lot of those. <laughs> I spent a lot of time doing drawings on lined paper and then going, "Why did I do that?" Oh, I can relate. <laughs> oh yeah, in the mar- in the margins of you know worksheets in school. Yeah, there's something ab- there's something about it I really enjoy though. I, I think mm-hmm. um, you know working. I, I like to work in pencil, and I work like to work pretty small and delicately oftentimes. Um, and I like to work on lined paper. I don't know. There's something about it. I think. It is maybe going back to that drawing in school where I spent so much time drawing during class mm-hmm. uh, and and listening, you know, still taking notes and listening. But, you know, while I wasn't writing mm-hmm. down the important information, I'd be drawing pictures. Um, See, I never really got the hang of listening at the yeah. same time. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you know, you also have to study. You know, you got to do those things. Um, I didn't, I didn't believe, believe in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, somehow I now. somehow I managed to graduate. I don't know how that happened. Living in, <laughs> in that house we lived in senior year, uh, yeah. not have the best influences around me, but mm. I did it. <laughs> Congrats! Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I was also the guy who like complained about how filthy the house was. So you know, you can imagine. And it was filthy. Um, it was filthy, but you know, I didn't complain soon enough. So I was still a slob like everybody else. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this guy, like I, this, these scarves, uh, so this guy has a bunch of scarves and like plates and things. Um, and I like to do a lot of radiating lines. So this, this character has a lot of radiating lines from like a central point in his chest where he's got like a clasp. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I really like the idea of doing hoods. Uh, so, uh, I really love hoods and, you know, just more fabric. Um, so I was kind of deep playing with the idea of like kind of a collapsible, uh, hood, mask thing that this guy's wearing and then he has kind of a more standard pack with some you know fun jaunty feathers sticking out of it (laughs) um i love that oh i'll go back well we've talked about death stranding before and i love that i love the the, like feeling of walking around with the rain and you have this like jacket that kind of this reminds me of of the uh the gear in that game a bit oh sure if that influence you at all I don't know if I'd played it yet. Maybe oh, I, I thought had. you talked about I did play it. I don't oh, know if I played oh. it by the time I made this. I, I might see. have. Um I might have. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh you know, it's it's so hard to you know, people talk about their influences. I always try to be very clear that like I'm influenced by so many things I, I can't even remember what they all are. Um, right. And then I need to kind of see them again sometimes, like, oh yeah, that's cool. That must have been where I got that idea. Mm-hmm. Um I hear you. So then, yeah, this uh, this is my other uh, character that I that I drew up for that prototype, um, which is uh, a character holding a kind of like a a, a tube um, with some like pulling out like a data core or something out of out of it, and she has these other tubes of of the same kind kind of strapped to her back, like a uh, 
kind of like a future librarian of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has this, this weird, uh, bird, um, twin tailed bird mm-hmm. kind of hanging off of her, uh, of her left shoulder and also has these scarf things. So I love these little scarves and, and, yeah. uh, and collars and things that the, the uh, hood, the cloak that she's wearing. So this is the first idea. This is the first time where I really started thinking about the idea that Rangers all wore cloaks and that wearing a cloak was kind of like a badge of honor for them. Um, but this cloak is, uh, and this hood is uh, 100% uh, influenced by G force or Gachaman. <laughs> uh, yeah. That I loved that cartoon uh, as a kid. Um, I thought it was so cool. I went as how ho- I went for Halloween as the the main dude once. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was like a, <laughs> a uh, one of those old 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 style costumes that was like a pattern for a costume, and then you needed to buy the fabric and then sew it. Oh, so my yep. so my mom wow. actually like sewed this thing yep. for me. Yep. Um, it was pretty awesome. Do you still have it? Uh, she she probably still has it. I don't know. She maybe oh, still yeah. in the garage sale. She's not overly sentimental when it comes to right objects. Um, and then, uh, I was playing around with also, um, I, I think this one may have actually come bet- before these Ranger ones. Uh, but, um, I was kind of playing around with different looks and ideas for the, uh, for the Rangers. So this is, this one's definitely before those other two. So this is when things were more kind of very sci-fi, almost like space exploration. I was thinking, yeah, where, they're just like festooned, like head to toe with you're completely covered um, with, you know, maybe only their eyes uh, shown. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one's very, very much more like high tech, almost like a like an alien planet explorer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really like the scale here. I didn't really like this design a whole lot. Um, so then I decided this to character is, to... is sitting within like a giant spider or creature. He yeah he's like somehow like come emerging from underneath a tree like a tree root I see, um, I see. and then yeah, this yeah. creature is kind of like lurking behind him, uh, but I I really wanted I, I really like big things be the giant creatures giant trees <laughs> giant structures mountains yeah. etc I'm, I'm very into that type of thing so I wanted to make this creature proportionally larger so I changed it to to oops to this. So same creature, um, but then, you know, made the explorers much, much smaller. You can also see it like a super early earthborn, earthborn logo here, uh, that I don't like at all, but I left, oh. <laughs> I left it so everyone could see it. Um, I did like the, um, the mouth on the sketch that you did of the monster oh, yeah? a lot. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I just noticed it now like that. Uh, it's like a mm-hmm. yeah. small mouth kind of thing. Yeah. Very, yeah. very weird. Thank you. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, yeah. I, I noticed that too. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's very anime. Um Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it also makes me think of the giant uh tentacle monster at the end of Watchmen, the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I, I did these little guys down here. Um so again, kind of imagining like what the Rangers would do. So so this is a Ranger here and over here. Um, they're kind of, again, very simplified, you know, covered and head to toe. They're a little more fantastical, uh, kind of a sci-fi fantasy look to them. Uh, yeah. And then they're escorting um, 
a couple of researchers or you know whatever they are <laughs> in this <laughs> uh floating uh bubble car um through the through the dangerous terrain um their tiny size reminds do you guys remember this these little action figures called starcom they're like little tiny action figures with like little magnets on their feet oh yeah yep i remember those I no i don't remember those uh-huh. yeah anyway. it's spaceships and stuff too right yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, it reminds yeah, me of that. Yeah. They were so tiny, and then they had these giant vehicles and things. Yeah, anyway, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, so I, I, I still like. I, I really. This has kind of like become more of my my preferred style of drawing these days. Are these like super simplified characters um, drawn really, really small? Uh, and then the uh, the last thing I wanted to share from the early, early stuff was this um, retro logo promo sketch mm-hmm. thing that i did um i did like a colored kind of graphical version of this to you know this is all done freehand um did a uh, graphical version of this you know to make the the logo you know more precise and uh, symmetrical uh and then started to play around with you know some of these objects down here which are yeah. so it's a, a a character kind of standing triumphantly on a uh, on some corner of kind of rock pile or pile of refuse uh yeah. with um, with a globe of the earth behind it, behind him. And then, you know, some other planetoids or maybe the sun and the moon, uh, up above. Um, and then a range of mountains beneath with, uh, some submerged, uh, buildings on the right hand side and some buildings that are more, um, surrounded by forest on the left. You really can't go wrong with that, that composition. I'm always drawn in, drawn to that, you know, the triumphant mm-hmm. hero, Usually there's like, you know, some other characters, <laughs> some female yeah. characters. And I'm glad you uh, yeah. did not go that route. Oh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, lower leg. It's very cling- Star Wars. Clinging to his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious about the planets. What, what is, is that something that remains? Like the, the other moons or those? Yeah, in the, in the setting. Seeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So here, I was like, try- I was struggling with trying to put a sphere behind him, and then also have maybe these spheres connected to the logo. So I was like, what mm. am I even doing here? So, <laughs> like, I was kind of thinking, like, so in the color version, I, I kind of change it up a little bit, and okay, I only have like the one here. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's a sketch. You're work- working things out. Working things out. Wait, is Earthborn on Earth or the yeah? Okay. Yes. But you know, there, <laughs> okay. there, the earthborn is more than just the earth. Like it is there, there are other things, oh, uh, in, okay. in the lore beyond earth. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll start, we'll start on earth <laughs> and see what happens. So at this, so at this point in the sketching, are you, is Joe also doing stuff or is this all you? Um, that was mostly me. I think, well, by the time I was doing those Rangers, Joe was also working on some stuff. Um, but those early, that early stuff is, is all me. Awesome. I think let's, let's move it over to show some of Joe's work. Yeah. Joe's early concepts. Yeah. Let's see here. In no particular order. Let's see. Yep. Uh, so this is one of my early Ranger sketches. Um, more wide brim hats. 
Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So when Andy had showed me like <clears throat> he had started on some Rangers, I just immediately just uh, started sketching out ideas and thinking. Um, I know we talked about um, doing some bows and some energy bows and stuff like that um, early on. I think um, I thought like you know bows that were you know I don't know if you remember the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon um, where he would have a pull back the bow and it'd be like a fire arrow or whatever that would shoot out or whatever. Um, yeah. Heavily inspired there. But um, yeah, uh, I tried, he always, he initially thought, you know, it's like, it's he told me it's always their, their, their union with nature is important to a ranger. So like I tried to, and like, and uh, all the ranger sketches I did, like try to incorporate some kind of nature within like their outfit or what they're doing. Um, so this guy having this little bug hat, um with something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i love uh, it i love that he that he seems i don't know if he's grumpy about the bugs or <laughs> if he's grumpy with the viewer uh but yeah. it's great that he's accommodating them it's like yeah there's bugs in my hat what of it <laughs> yeah right i make honey in my one hat. more Come person on. tells me i have bugs in my hat i'm gonna lose it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like i know <laughs> that's why he's pulling off the bow that's right right <laughs> yeah you asked for it off me yeah <laughs> uh, they're yeah. not bees then, though are they bees i don't know uh just kind of some kind of insect yeah. possibly some kind of future bee um, yeah <laughs> future bees. and then he's got food on the go he's got honey right there yeah yeah exactly right. dripping down his head yeah <laughs> he can command then, uh, swarm <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> And then also he like some uh, little nice. tools here in his outfit and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, then I, here's another, here's a, a bear sloth that I had sketched out. Um, I think this is an original, or it's an idea from that Andy thought of, or some kind of bear sloth creature. It was um, uh, one of Sam's, it was one of Sam's ideas, Sam Stewart. Was that one of Sam's? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I re- Yeah. I remember there being a list of creatures, uh, but yeah, I really, uh, the bear sloth idea I thought was a neat idea. So I, um, I really draw, I like drawing monsters a lot. Um, monsters are one mm-hmm. of my favorite things to draw, I think. Um, and this guy with his long I love sloth. This guy. Clo- yeah. What is the scale fun. on this bear sloth guy? Uh, I think he's bear sized. <laughs> yeah. They're more all... so than sloth. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. We try to, <laughs> yeah. I try to scale everything, everything that can be big. I try to scale up. <laughs> just a little bit but you in the art yeah. which we showed the final art for this uh in a kickstarter update so you can go and check that out uh, yes. okay yeah and that's but really cool. uh, yeah I, I always try to imagine them as being you know a little bit bigger than people today would be comfortable with yeah <laughs> right and mm-hmm. i also work a lot initially with skip pencils a lot um i have yeah you did a lot of versions of this bear sloth too this is like maybe like version five Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was going through a bunch of them and I was like, some of them are really rough. And I was like, I can't show these. They're too rough. <laughs> I want to ask. So, so people um, have seen the the final of this, uh, on the Kickstarter. I've seen it as well. So is that final? Are you doing that Joe? Or is that handed over to Evan? I'm curious about. That, that was that Evan. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan, so Evan uh, you take this sketch and Evan would take one of these and just, yeah, go ahead, Evan. Yeah, that's the way it's worked for a lot of the finished art, just because of the sheer volume that needs to get completed. So um, I take a lot of Joe's sketches and just 
go from there and ask questions cool. and stuff. Yeah, and I think, yeah. you know, not just because it saves time, but also because they're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it look, the, the final looks exactly like this. I recognize it immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there's a refinement that happens there. And we, we did that during the, uh, when we were preparing for the Kickstarter as well. Um, and uh, I think Evan, Evan did one of the Kickstarter updates about our process on that. Um, but we, we've carried over a lot of that where, um, you know, just, you know, Joe will do an initial sketch, hand it off to Evan. And then that process, it refines and then changes and then kind of fully comes to life. And it's, uh, I think it's really cool to help yeah. um to, to be you know to to help facilitate that process is really fun for me mm-hmm. um and uh, a lot of my sketches i all the details and like you know the anatomy i'm like oh i'll leave it up to the imagination but then <laughs> you know <laughs> evan really nails it <laughs> yeah well it's it's easy when you have these like kick-ass compositions and I'm, i don't really have to even worry about that i just have to like <laughs> do line work on top <laughs> so yeah. you make yeah. it easy it, it's been great working with evan but yeah well here we go next and uh this is one of the uh branch village sketches i did um where we had talked about uh the rangers would shape trees into their houses and uh basically you know morph the wood of the tree into a building and um this is one of the early sketches I did of the branch village. And I think I've got yeah. another one here later on too. There's a, you did a, again, you did a few of these and this, this one I, I really, really love. Yeah. It, it just has this great combination of future, like kind of like classic sci-fi architecture mm-hmm. somehow. And if you imagine it all being made out of wood, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's just super cool. Yeah, immediately I'm I'm wondering like how did they do how did they shape that the roots of that tree to spiral like that like did they have a hand in shaping them like you know like a bonsai or something? Yeah, it's, it's more very evocative. Yeah, it's like essentially they use their uh, their conduits, their like special tools that allow them to like literally shape reality, so they can take the the physical mm. matter and then bend it with their mind. So uh, you're talking about magic but it's not magic it's technology yeah it's just right right technology still trying to figure this out (laughs) (laughs) right 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 yeah Yeah, i love it uh yeah and i i also one of my i like really drawing trees a lot i've drawn quite a quite a few trees for this project but like uh, (laughs) you have really great trees evan and joe two guys that love drawing trees i also i also love drawing trees Wow. Yeah. Three out of four of us love drawing trees. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're just I not probably drawing don't love for... it as much as you guys do. <laughs> What's that? Maybe I you're probably just don't not... love it as much as you guys do. Yeah. You're really good at it, though. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Maybe you're yeah. just not drawing the right trees. Yeah, I know. Or... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I remember my one of my college professors when uh, he took us out and like on the OU campus and um, – there's lots of great trees there. And he would tell us, you know, when you're drawing a tree, <clears throat> excuse me, like imagine how the tree looks and how the tree grows. And um, if you don't understand how the tree grows and you can just draw a tree, like, you know, draw an oak tree because you already know how the oak tree grow, grows and everything. So hmm. that kind of lesson he taught me really stuck with me. I think that's great advice. Yeah. To right. try and that. Here's an early... Uh, one of our early structures that I did for like a desert town. Um, 
And then this little spider crawly monster thing or mechanical <laughs> riding beast. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I really like this uh, rock structure and I do like this spider thing. Yeah. <laughs> this I is kind it. of inspired like... by that uh, that bubble that you had uh, drawn in oh, yeah. your sketches, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely inspired by that. Looks like uh, when you stack rocks, you know, you're trying to balance the rocks. It kind of looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I kind of imagine built the, with that. Yeah. Burrowed out magic there. technology. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. I'm sorry, Joe, please. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of the stuff, I don't even know what it is like these spikes on here on the rocks. Um, I just kind of drew those in there as kind of interesting little tidbits. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I let the imagination figure it out later. Yeah. yeah let the imagination that's the fun decide part what of, it is. Yeah. That's the fun part about your sketches is like, when you hand them off to me, a lot of it is, there's a lot of details that I'm just like, well, here I go. I'm going to make this do a, a thing. <laughs> try to figure out what it does. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, and here's one of the uh, puffer crawlers. Um, initial sketches I did for this. Uh, there's a bunch of these as well. Um, these creatures that roll through the forest and change the DNA of creatures. Um, again, nasty. more trees. Yeah. Nasty creatures. <laughs> so it looks like a puffer ball that's suspended between some trees with some s s webby looking kind of spires. What, what, what is it? Made yeah. It's, it's the idea is like, it's a, like it travels through the forest and like rolls and like the spikes attach into things. And like, as it keeps rolling, it like attaches into other things and spikes yeah, fall off. Yeah. And, yeah. It's a fungus. Yeah. Yeah, mm. moves very slowly. Very slowly. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought anyway. I don't know if that's. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it definitely. <laughs> like things get caught in it and become catatonic. Uh, they don't die, mm. and it's not necessarily bad for them, but it's also not mm. great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, let's see here. Oh, and this is one of the, uh, the fishing village sketch I had drawn. Um, I've done a, several of these as well. Um, but this idea that this was a previous structure that these people had built a fishing village underneath of and uh, repurposed it into their own means as opposed to what it used to be for. Um, mm. So this little like uh, village that's underneath these umbrella-like structures mm -hmm. and, and this lake. Um, so they're not fishing I, anymore or it is now? It is, it is now, but perhaps previously that's not what it was used for. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I try to, uh, you know, um, combine these old world and uh, new world, like, you know, fishing out of this futuristic structure. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I really like mm -hmm. all the uh, the fishing lines and things like hanging from it from all angles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these little little lures on the lines or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this in, in the final game or is this something that made it through? I love that. It will. Yeah. We'll, we have a, uh, I mean, that's, that's, this is uh, the, the town of white sky. So um, that mm -hmm. is one of the locations you can visit. And we have a, Joe did an inked version of this um, that may make its way into the final or we might, um, we might recommission it. Um, from someone else to finish off, but it'll be based on this mm -hmm. this look for sure. 
there's an icon on the map yeah, for White really Sky sweet. Lake that has this on it. So, yeah, yeah. The, I love yeah. the smaller um, parasols oh. on top. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I like to think of them like crawling through the structure yeah. and sitting on top as well, and yeah, yeah, drying their yeah. fish out or whatever. Love that. And then another tree, a giant tree among smaller trees. Uh, I really like this. I had a lot of fun with this one, drawing all the roots and branches, and yeah, yeah, it's super Just cool. Fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that tree is still in the game, but it's not. We'll find a home for it somewhere someday. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> it was from an earlier version uh, in the scenario that we had uh, that we're kind of centered around this tree. I, I don't know. I I don't know if it's still in there or not. It might be. Hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then another uh, another drawing of a branch village in our previous drawing with a flying vehicle in it. Um, another reimagining of this, uh, but below more of a structure that like, like a, almost like a hobbit hole, I guess, leading yeah. into mm-hmm. the tree. Yeah. I really like this, uh, interpretation of lone tree and the hanging gardens here. That's something that, uh, Evan took over into the final, um, yeah, almost exactly. And it's interesting that the, uh, uh, the ranger flying vehicle here that you drew is kind of bug-like given mm-hmm. where it ended up it's pretty awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah it definitely. reached out from the past to influence <laughs> the uh, design yeah mm-hmm. man i would just love to play there when i was a kid like that's yeah. what all these things remind me of like my dream forts when i was a child yeah for sure yeah yeah i definitely uh uh, try to reach back to that childhood of you know, building tree houses, mm-hmm. which I never did, but would always want to. Right. <laughs> yeah. We all had a tree like house a... in our mind though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The grand tree house uh, that never just lived. ended up being a plank of wood. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and here's another uh, plant scavenger guy. I had a initial idea of, of him gathering plants and then putting them on his back as he went around mm-hmm. gathering plants um, in a futuristic basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joe, this guy is going to um, become a character in, in the game. I, I just included this sketch in an art brief for oh, a awesome. character. That oh, that's great. That's going to do. So. Oh, that's so good. I'm excited about that. That's great. Another. I'm really excited to see how they interpret all your details and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Another wide rim hat there. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really love all the cact like he's got cacti and stuff and weird things on his back. Uh yeah, I, I remember <laughs> I remember seeing this for the first time and just be like, whoa. That's <laughs> not at all what I was thinking at all, but I love it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he knows how to use them, he or she. Yeah. Yeah. Get it all. And then uh other than this. <laughs> Uh, this fun little sketch, uh, that I add some watercolors to, uh, I thought about like these, having these prostheses that they would attach to their arms and stuff. Um, this definitely did not make it into the game. Uh, but this is a fun little sketch and I like the, <laughs> I like the watercolors on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this, this, uh, this woman with this giant crab claw 
and a <laughs> kind of like a crab carapace shield knocking knocking over a chair and some food and <laughs> <That's right. laughs> some kind of tavern brawl happening i'm not sure yeah, yeah oh yeah like <laughs> and then she has these boots on that have these uh know, like balancers on to balance off the weight of the crab claw i think yeah you nice. need it <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. okay <laughs> <laughs> I have so a, why don't you want to have characters with giant crab crab claws in the game? You what know, was your thinking there? I, I think you, I think you could, just not yet, not yet. Yeah, I, not it, yet. It could exist somewhere in the world. I don't know when we'll get to where the crab crab claw hand people are, but uh, like a sect, yeah, like a like a like a cult that's kind of hidden away somewhere. Right, discovered. Yeah. Where you have to cut off your arm and replace it with a crab claw. Yeah, yeah people who's. <laughs> People who survived by uh, uh, meshing their their uh, biology with crabs. Oh, like those uh, yeah characters, those aliens from Voyager, or was it Deep Space Nine? I think it was Voyager. Which ones were those? Uh, they they um they had to constantly um graft tissue from other oh yeah those species. guys oh yeah. yeah but they they were like necrotic they were all like they had the, they had like a disease that oh. was incurable and they needed to cut off their yeah, so diseased flesh and replace it with other people there's they're so there's such a they such, harvest uh, other people's flesh yeah yeah it was, it was, it See, was difficult joe with this i thought that she was just wearing like a crab sleeve and it was like oh, somehow okay. living and then it would like be preserved when she wasn't using it. Oh, sure. Put it in a tank or something. Oh, interesting. Okay. But oh, yeah. So she's kind of like steering it from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's some sort of, I don't know, merging of uh, nerve oh, endings or something. Temporarily. I feel like it's slimy in there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's just holding on to like the, the, the ligaments and stuff. Yeah. And just like, no, kind of like yep. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, Starbuck was driving the ship by pulling on yeah oh yeah, and she stuffed right. like her shirt in a hole and then flew into space and somehow the ship didn't decompress <laughs> space shirt yeah. yeah you don't know yeah, what those special. shirts are made of evan <laughs> it was a rag or something yeah she probably <laughs> smeared something on there all right <laughs> and here's more puffer crawlers uh some more sketches um I think this one ended up being more of a finalized drawing, the one from the view from the forest floor looking up mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as if a ranger's walking past and looks up and sees these puffer crawlers in the tops of the trees. A terrifying uh, sight. Through. Yeah. And There's then nothing the, to fear <laughs> over here in the left, we see it. so slow. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. You just don't want to okay. bump into one of the tendrils because then that's, a, that's catatonic game over for you. Exactly. Jason Voorhees was slow too, but look what happened to all those camp counselors. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. They had a great time. I think we have a little yeah. deer hanging off one of these tendrils down up in the upper, upper left here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's one over there too. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, here's another ranger sketch I did uh, with the buzzsaw staff. Um, yeah, this was a concept of well, a shaper. Right. So like so they would take apart technology or whatever. Yeah. Like with their mind. Yeah. Yeah. More flowing robes. I think this um, outfit inspired the Kisi Voss design too, if I remember correctly. Cool. 
Oh, cool. When I designed that character. Yeah. I started trying to put these little like patterns in here. Um, just as ideas like that the Rangers would have. Here's a, another Ranger more like a, kind of like the, uh, where the face is all covered with technology, but um, I think we went farther away from that. Um, but yeah, the first iteration of the spider pad gloves here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Gas mask. This is more Mad Maxi, I think. Than yeah. <laughs> we were planning on going through. It's hard to break yourself of those, uh, break, not you specifically, but break oneself of those, uh, those preconceived notions of what mm-hmm. the, our future looks like because we've watched yeah. all of those movies yeah played all those games yeah and I, I think it was important that you said like you know this is like a an optimistic look at the future and not like a depressing you know mad max style look at the future yeah. where everyone's wearing rebreathers <laughs> right and things aren't fun right <laughs> you know that People that are... reminds me andrew i was going to mention um one of the artists asked me what the setting should be called and they asked if it was solar punk and i said i'm not sure i'll ask andrew and and what did you call it uh so solar punk is a term i heard also from uh our german partner frosted games when they were talking about it we we talked about a little bit on an interview i did with them on a live stream and um yeah solar punk i think based on what i've seen it focuses a lot on like glittering glass buildings kind of festooned with greenery um Kind of like taking, you know, extreme modern glass building architecture and then, you know, merging it with uh, with plants. A lot of the stuff that you see in like concept artwork for mm-hmm. office complexes um, kind of made manifest. But I'd always kind of thought of it as uh, like at least um, tonally closer to uh, hope punk, which is a term that uh, Dan Clark at FFG um, introduced me to, <laughs> which... Um, is kind of a, a how we were kind of describing the story of uh, Descent, um, third edition. Or, I'm sorry, Descent: Legends of the Dark. When we were concepting the story for that, where we didn't, I didn't want this feeling of the heroes will not succeed. Oh, the the world's going to come to the end, come to an end regardless. Kind of like the uh, the idea behind like warhammer 40k where like nothing matters like (laughs) humanity is doomed um and hope punk is kind of flies in the face of that and says no there's you can actually act and create change um and and achieve a positive outcome even in a dark time uh so i felt more of akin to that kind of thematically than anything anything but um it's all just shorthand Mm-hmm. to help describe it for people who know what those things mean <laughs> ultimately yeah. you can play it and you can you can draw your own conclusions as to what uh yeah. genre or sub-genre you feel or core ranger should fall and what is poncho punk it's <laughs> <laughs> a great term yeah. i'll tell you that much <laughs> poncho punk, yeah that is a uh, uh one of the another artists working on this game chris beck who is a good friend of mine and used to work at ffg as well He's a stellar comic book artist, and he—he's as he's been working on this game, doing the art. He—he he floated that idea to me, <laughs> and I said I would mention it. Poncho, punk. I think it's pretty yeah. good. It's yeah. pretty good. I like it. There are like lots of lot. ponchos. That—that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Heavy in ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I listened to the uh, first episode of the podcast, and I think this character was mentioned. This person with the globular yeah. head, and then yeah, oh, uh, not sure where this came from. It looks very much like a kind of a spaceballs character. Um, <laughs> <laughs> upon reflection, yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay, I, I like the I've voice. Always, I've always kind of like yeah. I've always kind of liked this character. I really like the collar too. How the collar flares out to like accommodate the <laughs> yeah. spherical helmet. It's really it kind of cool. looks like the the clown, the clown of Earthborn Worlds. Yeah, <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah, very sad clown. The, yeah, the jester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go see Palachi, but but I nobody has a sense of humor anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh. Yeah, that's another uh, ranger uh, idea. Definitely uh, inspired by the uh, the hooded here that um, mm-hmm. Andy drew in his uh, one of his sketches there. Mm-hmm. That uh, anime inspired hood. Uh, but yeah, this one I think is a uh, uh, very similar to one uh, Evan did recently. But yeah, well, because I, I directly referenced. Uh, literally <laughs> referenced that sketch of yours to make this character, <laughs> yeah. and it yeah. turned out to be my favorite piece uh so i can't wait for it to be revealed yeah it's yeah, awesome we'll, it we'll be revealing it pretty soon uh here uh in a, the next month or so um yeah along it's with really the other well, the other ranger new ranger role pieces and then uh yeah another uh another ranger another scarf um Another ranger, another scarf. <laughs> I think this is a, some kind of some kind of locator device or GPS device that has in its hand, like uh, finding out where a location of something is. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> another wide brim tat guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, was, uh, <laughs> I tried to put more of these rangers in different uh, activities or whatever. Uh, this guy pulling stuff out of a pouch. Um, and scarf covering most of his face to make it easy to draw. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this one always reminds me of Magic Man from Adventure Time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's a reference I know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, here's a drawing I did of a, yeah, a shepherd with the flock and the dog with the robo vest. Oh, yeah. I really like this one quite a bit. Um, the way it came yeah. out. Yeah, this one's awesome. I love that. You know, looking through all of these, it really reminds me of the kind of stuff that I loved to draw when I was a kid. And it's so cool that you guys are like making a career out of this and like, <laughs> you know, turning it into like final, like badass artwork. Kind of reminds me of um, last week's Hero Guys that Evan and I were looking at. <laughs> This is like the the end result of, of people who have like seen it through, and I I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I thought like uh, <clears throat> the shepherds out here, you know, probably bored braiding her horse's mane and tail yeah. and stuff. And, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those sheep are really nice. I like and the grass, man. This is oh, a good thanks. One. Yeah, that's I, I'm <laughs> really happy with this one. Yeah. Joe, I don't know if you saw the sh- the sheepdog art, but I referenced that vest almost oh nice as best i could like i turned those two <laughs> circular things into like these sensor pod things yeah and uh yeah it's, yeah, totally. it's just it's fun awesome. to interpret these things yeah mm-hmm. 
I think this uh, little structure back here um, was an interpretation of one of the uh, like a, oh, yeah. a carrying case you had or something that you had drawn. Yeah. You had drawn. It was like a power a power yeah. conductor or something. Power I cell. Was doing, yeah. yeah, early sketches of universal power cells, and I was thinking there are these large things you had to hulk around. But Andrew looked at them and like these are cool. But I was thinking yeah. universal power cells are like small little cards or like usb sized <laughs> things that could hook up to anything i was like oh yeah okay. i blatantly stole it and put it in here so yeah. <laughs> but i also said at the time like that would be a great building <laughs> and we should just use yeah. it for that <laughs> yeah and then uh last year's another just uh white sky lake drawing i did with the uh people on stand-up paddle boards out here <laughs> nice so that yeah. that lasts that that fad <laughs> yeah yeah that, thank god <laughs> <laughs> evan is a big paddleboard enthusiast you guys in case you don't oh, yeah know. no i don't know <laughs> no, <laughs> <we haven't. laughs> yeah but those are yeah those are a lot of old sketches probably the newest one is that um one with the shepherd and the dog but most of those are pretty old from the beginning of the very cool to see. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Joe. Hey, sure. Yeah, thanks for bringing it to the show. And we're going to look at Evan's stuff. Yeah. Sure. Moving right along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um Well, do you want to do Evan's or do you want to look at the uh the style stuff first? Sure. Whatever you 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 take the lead here. Yeah, let's No, let's uh Let's do Evans after so we can stay chronological. Okay. I, I think yeah, 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 for this, sure. This part is the, this is the nice ramp up to show where Joe and I were before uh, Evan arrived, like <laughs> like Prometheus with fire and, and help us <laughs> uh, finalize everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, Joe and I worked on this project for about uh, a little over a year um, before Evan joined. And uh, a lot of that time was me speculating as to how, what we were going to do for the art, how we were going to get it done, who was going to do it, and what style it would be. Uh, mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time thinking about that. And that also involved a lot of Joe trying things out and then you're like, I come to him and say, Oh, Jared, I think I'm going to, I think I'd like to do the art, you know, with watercolors. Let's, let's see what that looks like. <laughs> um, and so then he, you know, then he did this and, uh, it was awesome. Uh, I remember when I mm-hmm. saw this, uh, this piece, um, I, <laughs> I was just, I, I was filled with joy. Like it just, it, 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 there's something about physical media, um, that like really captures things in a way that digital just can't. Um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of my thinking going this direction. I saw this. Oh, I loved it. It was so cool. Uh, but then this, like other styles, (laughs) I'd spend time thinking about it and then I'd be like, ah, I changed my mind. Okay. Let's try this. And then we'd do some stuff and then I'd have, then I'd think about it some more and then I'd be like, okay, Joe, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to change it one more time. Um, (laughs) yeah. And we did that so many, so many times. So this was one of the styles we were considering doing. Um, this was a an idea that Joe uh, did as a kind of like a, um, this was an idea of an arcology, uh, kind of like a living, living building. 
Um, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, so this is also along those same lines. Uh, this is a, this started as a sketch. I shared this sketch in one of the Kickstarter updates during the campaign, uh, that I did of this, uh, plant creature, uh, that I then passed off to Joe to ink. And then, then he painted it and, Mm. um, did a couple different, uh, oops, a couple different versions of it. Um, and, uh, so this is, I think, a, a good example of like how you can see us moving toward where we eventually ended up mm-hmm. um, having these hardline inks in there. Uh, and this also felt like something that seemed pretty accomplishable at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had this idea like, oh, I really want to do <laughs> observational sketches in the campaign guide. <laughs> I want to have all mm-hmm. these observational sketches. So I was really inspired by um, these cool like ink observational sketches I saw like they're kind of like turn of the uh, turn of the century like early 20th century late 19th century um, ink drawings. So then I was like, "Hey Joe, try that." <laughs> so <laughs> we did this uh, these this he did this drawing where you know it imagines. Um, I gave him a bunch of different like thumbnails ideas that I had for things I thought we could see, but imagining that there's an artist. Uh, in the in the, in the world that's going around and observing, and this is their drawing. So you're seeing, like literally, what, what an artist from the future would be uh, seeing in front of them. Um, and I still really like that idea. You know, we might do something with it at some point because I I think this is this is really fun space to play in. Um, mm-hmm. But we have so many pieces of art to do that, like extra little <laughs> flourishy pieces of art are definitely a luxury. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think we'll have stuff like this in the game. Um, but I really like this lot. But this also ended up turning. There is an artist in the game that you can uh, encounter, and uh, she's cool, and she will give you something awesome if you help her out. And this might be a piece that she made. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, really cool. Uh, so then, this is another one that's kind of like more back in the basic direction that we ended up going. Uh, so, if you know, if you remember the one of the the big monster with the guys in the glass orb uh this is a similar style to that so very simplified rangers um almost toy-like like you were describing anders mm-hmm. uh again thinking maybe we should go this direction <laughs> i still mm-hmm. i really like this uh but i feel like stuff like this is maybe more suited to like a board game than a uh, yeah massive card game I think it's a really cool thought though. Like the, it really emphasizes the grandness of the world opposed to the characters themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of the drawings I do are, are that there's like tiny characters in vast landscapes. Mm -hmm. I like that. Like, uh, the fart, the tree to all the way to the left, it has some kind of, some kind of almost like a creature inside of there. Yeah. Painted in yeah. something like a snake. Yeah. Yep. Some kind yeah. of weird animal. It's like this That's guy, can, this guy sees it and he's like, Oh, Hey, hold up. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And this guy's, this guy's oblivious. <laughs> Talk to me. I got this giant thing on my back. <laughs> uh, and then I had an idea again, just in pursuit of trying to do something that was different, um, to do, uh, this kind of graphical look um, where 
you know, combining pencil sketches with uh, like simple coloration and then textures. Um, so this is an experiment. I don't really remember what drove me to this. Uh, I, I think I do remember. Oh yeah. Um, you would, uh, you would read, read Miss Marvel. Oh and yeah. There was yeah, a lot yeah. of this and that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. You are 100% correct. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe uh, I remembered something. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. I totally <laughs> forgotten that. Yeah. I, I love the art in the original Ms. Marvel, uh, comic. Uh, well, not the original, the, the first Kamala Khan series. Uh, that, yeah. that artist is so good. Um, mm-hmm. and it's all, you know, just kind of like dressed up pencil work. Um, his is his stuff's way better than this. Uh, and then, if you remember that art, that uh, ranger with the or that character with all the f- stuff on his back, uh, I did a. Um, I don't know if I did this. No, Joe, you did this ink version. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This is when we were considering doing some. Uh, oops, that's not what I want. Uh, doing ink drawings with. Uh, highlight colors and going in this direction yeah yeah where the colors would be determined by the card set uh, in which it appeared Um, we're going to have some commonalities between card sets uh, in a few of the art pieces for sure uh, mostly with backgrounds and stuff Um, but this was a again trying to think of how are we going to do all the art you know this is before the kickstarter or anything so i I had no idea (laughs) what resources we'd have so I was like, man, I don't know. We might have to do all this artwork ourselves. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it was trying to think of like how to, again, simplify it and do something that was achievable. Um, and I, I can't even fathom how I could ever thought we could do that art ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but that's where my mind was when we were working on this. Um, and then I took that further and then did this version. Um Mm-hmm. Which is again, you know, trying, imagining, you know, trying to do everything with extremely limited color palette, uh, and then uh, seeing what happened. So, uh, il- coloring this, illustrating this um, was really fun because I, you know, picked my color palette and I was like, all right, this is all I've got. Uh, and it helped me make some interesting choices. Uh, especially, you know, inverting some of the lighting, uh, to use the light, the highlight colors as a main body color. Um, I thought that was really cool and I wouldn't have done that, uh, without putting that limitation on myself. So that was, that was fun, even though we didn't ultimately go that direction. Limitations are great. Yeah. This is my favorite wide brimmed hat, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I really like the, the drawing of it in the previous slide yeah and then i think the we did a few of them in this style uh and this is really ultimately the direction that we you know ended up going um which is again kind of these hard lines with uh uh more kind of like blocked in colors and um and then you had evan and then it also has gorgeous lighting and <laughs> really finely detailed line work and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, all the things that make it look like a a final complete complete piece <laughs> evan were you on board at this time or was how did that did you come upon this style and then think evan he's yeah, the guy for this exactly uh, that's that's <laughs> precisely where i started looking at evan's stuff i had been found so mm. uh I, i've told this story before but you know I, I 
as soon as I left uh, FFG, you know, I, I knew I wanted to work with Evan again, um, uh, as soon as I possibly could. So, um, uh, but I didn't really realize, you know, when I had those thoughts, I'd mostly worked with Evan as a, uh, in a, in a graphic design capacity, you know, and knew that, you know, he had a great eye, extremely talented and did a lot of awesome, like fine detail, illustrative work, you know, in the context of graphic design. But I really didn't know that he was such an amazing illustrator until I started following him on Instagram after leaving mm-hmm. the company. And uh, I was really enjoying his work. And then I think like uh, that fall, you posted like this really awesome illustration of uh, a f- kind of like a Frankenstein's monster trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, a Frankenstein dress as a Frankenstein. Yeah. For <laughs> it's, it's an awesome <laughs> illustration. Uh, and that, for some reason, that illustration was the one that I was like, this, Evan might, he might just be the right guy uh, to, to do this. Um, so, yeah, that last one that I just showed, that was uh, probably done maybe like three months before Evan came on board. Um but yeah, so as soon as I, as soon as my uh, uh, contractual obligation to not solicit employees ran up um, that day, I <laughs> reached out to Evan <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I can talk to you now. Would you like to come and do this cool thing?" And uh, he said yes, and it was amazing. I, I didn't even have to convince him; it was fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And it's been a year. I, I meant to yeah. like the last uh, podcast was your one year anniversary. I was going to say yeah, that's happy right. anniversary. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Wow. Thank that's you. amazing. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's been a year. I know it flew by. <laughs> yeah, so it did. Do you want to show us some of your stuff? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm um, talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find your Frankenstein, but. I don't think you have it. On <laughs> I was going to look for it. Uh, too. It should be there. And I, I feel like, Andrew, I think maybe the reason why that resonated with you is because oh, there it, is. it, um, it probably looked similar to like one of the approaches you were going for. <laughs> oh, sure. Even though like that's, we've kind of strayed from that a little bit. I think the expressions on the characters on the characters faces in that piece that's are true, also yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, uh, the, that storytelling there, uh, was great. And with done with so little, um, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, I love it. I've you. never seen this one. I like. I like what you uh, captioned it. You say, "Well, it's a picture of Frankenstein trick or treating with a Frankenstein mask with his finger crossed behind his back." <laughs> and your caption says, "I'll get back to making robot guys tomorrow." So you you knew you were <laughs> okay, straying you from the usual. To see it. Oh, uh, I was. Yes. Um, I'll share. That was during Evans um, sharing Inktober. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was during Inktober, and I was I was trying to make like every single day be a, a like a Mega Man boss of my own creation, and I just got burned out on it. So I made <laughs> Halloween related <laughs> stuff, and then people liked those more than the Mega Man things I was making. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty small on my screen, so I think if I shared it, it would be kind of hard to see. Oh, okay, oh. You can, um, go to, you can the, go to Evan's Instagram and, and find it. Yeah, for sure. I'm putting, oh, the, oh. I'm putting the link in the chat, Joe, if you want to look at it yourself. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. All right. Let's look at Evan's art. Yeah, so um, when I came on like a year ago, uh, one of the first pieces I did was 
when we were still trying to figure out what the style of the game would be, uh, was going to be the like a promotional piece slash box art for the game. And it was going to feature the biggest settlement in the valley, which is Spire. Um, and I was really, what really resonated with the themes of the game are what Andrew Var- has already touched on, like the gargantuan s- scale of things. So my initial thought was like, these rangers are taking a moment in their adventure across this immense uh, toppled over tree to like survey the land and look out over the valley and stuff. Um, and this is before I even knew like what the geography of the valley was. And um, so this is probably one of the earliest sketches. Um, and we ended up going with a slightly different composition uh, for what was seen in the Kickstarter as the box art for the core game, but that will actually change uh, going forward. Um, let's see here. If I can... There we go. Uh, this is an early concept piece, I guess, um, of one of the rangers, uh, which became one of the artificers. And they're holding, or they have on their arms, like these spider bag gloves. And this is kind of just a style test to run past Andrew. And it, this piece basically started me in the direction of where all the final art is now. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the way to that, uh, I was really like inspired by a lot of sketches that Joe was doing and Andrew. So, um, one thing like I'm <laughs> uh, like a shortcoming I have that I'm just in awe of with Joe's sketches and Andrew's sketches is these just super imaginative like buildings and things. And I'm, I look at like this one, I'm just like, gosh, I don't know if I could ever come up with something this cool. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to share it. Like this is such a cool building. Um, well, thank you, Evan. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I well, kind of, that's kind of cool. It kind of speaks to like the way you guys synergize or whatever the word is. Um, you know, Evan, you've got this, these are very refined opposed to the other mm-hmm. like cool, like loose sketches that you guys had it. I've always had the, I've always been intimidated by concept art thinking that I have to have this kind of like really polished painterly yeah. refinement to everything. But like, it's right there in the title. You're just, it's all about your ideas and your concepts. So yeah. it's cool to see how Joe brings the ideas and Andrew and then Evan, that's your, your talent is to, to refine it. So yeah. Yeah, just the way Evan also the way you treat clothing and like uh, light, it's amazing. Like it's always uh, amazes me. So yeah, whenever I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm probably looking at the folds in their sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) I've actually I've wondered that about you. I have when when I happen to notice that I'm like, oh, I bet Evan is like constantly looking at this stuff. He's just (laughs) so good at that that stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, It's interesting. I don't know. Totally. I uh, I I remember commenting to um, to Rachel last summer, like sitting out sitting outside. Uh, It was like a it's like a beautiful day, and I was just like hanging out there, just looking at the looking at the trees and looking at the way that the light hits things and commenting to her as like working with Evan has really made me like look <laughs> at things differently and try and actually <laughs> wow notice the way that light is hitting objects. Um, oh, that's cool. same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I think weirdly enough when I started using blender, which is like a super awesome free open source 3d software 
program that I recommend everyone should try. Um, that having that sort of environment um, really allowed me to play with with light, even though you can play with light in in reality. <laughs> but having that like environment where I can just create all these light sources and see how light bounces and stuff like that that's been really helpful. So in a weird way, an artificial environment has informed my creative process. Oh no. Um, sure. Many people do that. Mm -hmm. So there's another sketch that Andrew did. This one is, um, Oh, what is this called again? A toxin eater. And this is just another example of how inspiring like these sketches were to me. Cause I, I couldn't come up with something like this myself. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so to be able to realize it more fully in like a finished piece of art is super fun. And it just helps me like generate ideas and start constructing my own um, library of, of elements to pull when I'm creating these new things, new creatures and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's neat. Is that a little Back ranger fence. there oh. underneath his uh, snout? Is that what that is? <laughs> Looks like it. <laughs> it's a little skeleton, okay. like a. It's, just, oh, okay. it's a dead. Somebody. Could be a bear sloth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> could could be a ranger. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm, I'm using great. a hotkey to tab through all these open documents, and I know that I've I've already tested this as um, we were talking. So I know Anders' piece is going to come up next, even though it's not supposed to. So um, okay. I'd like to introduce Anders. Uh, amazing ah. contribution to this game. Um, <laughs> it's a creature called the Opillion Spider, and uh, here it is. Oh yeah! Oh, so nice. This is something Anders did, and it's really amazing. And um, he and I went back and forth Look. on the lighting and stuff, and uh, but it all came down to like the cool design you came up with. That's Thanks. really awesome. And to be clear, Evan did did the amazing background. Those are those trees that I don't like drawing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a process that um, I, I'm trying to make this pipeline for art, where a number of commission pieces are just foreground elements, and then I have these backgrounds that I'm incorporating them into. Um, and I think this is a good example of it working pretty well. Um, this looks and Evan, phenomenal. Have you seen it, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, I, I love how you've incorporated it with the lighting, the kind of soft glow around there. You like, it looks like the whole thing was done by one artist. That like that's the that's the hope. <laughs> that's, yeah, the, that's the goal. I know there there'll be other examples that aren't as strong as this, but um, oh man, it was so ex- ex- yeah. it was so exciting seeing like what you did because I just did the you know the spider and even like when you placed it in the card, it's so cool. Yeah, it looks cool in the card for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I mean, just to give the people a little insight into how it goes really quick, you know, I, I, what I did at first, it like, there's so many elements that weren't there yet. Evan, Andrew looked at it, did some doodles on top of what I had done, put, put those little spikes on his, uh, thorax or whatever you call the abdomen, Mm -hmm. the big bulbous thing in the background. And I just love how, when I sent it to you the first time I was feeling like this is this is the shit right here. This is going to blow them away. And then what you guys changed, I'm like, oh man, mine, it, that was only like half as good as it could be. So I love that <laughs> that teamworks, you know, at first you're like, come on, this is great. You know, you have that little bit of pride, but um, in the end, it's so much cooler than it, than it would have been. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's something that we've all experienced in art school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's it, but it's 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 cool to know that you've you can you can go beyond what you are already satisfied with, you know. And, and right, and could you ever really do with. that without other people? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it's hard. I think I think that's having someone else there who pushes you to do more is really important. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you, like you said, Anders, you do it. You're like, yeah, that's badass. <laughs> and <laughs> I've done plenty, plenty of drawings like that. That if, oh, if, yeah, if I were too. to show it, you know, do it, do it for an art director, you and they'd be like, ah, oh, you know, change this, change that. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, right, right. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it like being disarmed. It right. Disarmed yeah. by a master fencer or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. And sometimes you know you try. It can make you your ego can be like ah, but I it was so yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, if you let that go, um, you can really yeah. make some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I think the next one here is an early sketch I did. Yeah. So this is an early sketch of uh, inspired by. Uh, Andrew, your sketch of the ranger that has the hood and the bird-like kind of, I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, those head shield things that yeah. characters gotcha have. Man. Yeah, the Gatchaman thing. And I and I just thought it would that would be kind of a cool feature that maybe the rangers had. It was a commonality between them, some sort of head shield. And I don't know if that'll actually become a thing or not, but... At least two rangers have those. Yeah, so. more than that, I think. Yeah, a couple two, of them. Uh, three, three, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and th- that uh, scepter type thing she's holding is um my early in- interpretation of a of a uh, what do you call it? Conduit. Conduit. Thank you. So, um, I was trying to make s- uh, essentially like a technology based staff that yeah that's channels great. energy or something um yeah and then going forward uh oh yeah here's a piece by one of the artists that we commissioned her name's robin Fron, and she did four pieces for us i shared one last week uh this one is a character named Cassendi, and they're like this um uh, kind of a not a rogue, but a loner, uh, best hunter in the valley. And when I wrote the art brief, um, I showed a bunch of pictures of the technology of the valley to Robin, and she took inspiration from the device known as the adaptable multi tool to embellish the the uh, rifle. It's not really a rifle; it's called a uh, whisper crack darter, and it shoots these. Um, crossbow bolts like um pieces like arrows without the fletching um so that i thought this is a really cool example and it it integrates really well with one of the backgrounds i made because of the lighting she was she was uh, able to achieve with the dappled sunlight coming through like the upper canopy uh of a wooded area so um i haven't been able to integrate this into a background yet but my early efforts uh, look really, really good so far. So yeah. she did an amazing job with mm. this one. Yeah, that's and great. The, the pop of that white buckle in the center is just so smart. Yeah. Like on the yeah. yeah so yeah. this this um, 
fabric is so diffuse that it's not reflecting as strongly as this mm-hmm. metallic. Oh yeah. This, yeah. this is like master yeah. level here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. I'm hoping that she can do more work for us. Um, the, the like butt forward. of the gun, like what do you call it? The, you know, where the gun the stock? hits your shoulder. Yeah, the stock. The stock. It reminds me of that very first drawing you did, Andrew. Oh, yeah. It looks like yeah. they have, like, it kind of has the same kind of shape. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just in there. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, yeah, and let's see. Um, oh, yeah. So here's a piece by an artist named Zha Zhang, and it's uh, a scene um, in the what's called the Whispering Fields, which is this swath of land that's surrounding a town called Meadow. And there's like these crazy tall fields of grass where creatures and predators and any number of things can hide and jump out at travelers. So if rangers are traveling to and from areas that um, pass through the whispering fields, there are mechanics in place to, um, I guess, Andrew, you'd be better answering this, but... um. Can you zoom in, Evan? (laughs) You you can explain it. Or if you want um, me to explain it, I can. It, sure, yeah, yeah. Mechanically, yeah. So this is a feature when it comes into play. Um, uh, what it does is uh, make it so when you draw cards off the path deck, they're, they're attached to this face down, and you need to um, take the time to try to find out, like find the things in the grass uh, before you can interact with them. Um, and sometimes it can spit things out and they can ambush you. <laughs> yeah so it's it's in your best interest to be proactive and and search through the grass for what might be there before it finds you yeah <laughs> and uh Zha Zhang has by far created the most art for us and he's, yeah, he's doing been great just an amazing job yeah, he's <laughs> so great. Piece, this piece is so like uh evocative it's like uh it's mm-hmm. to get the fear of what's in the grass and like also like the warmth of the sunshine it's just i love it mm-hmm. yeah um, let's see what's next here. Cause I forgot. Oh yeah. So here's a character named Silo. Mm-hmm. Silo. Um, and this is, uh, by an artist. Uh, oh boy. Um, Allie Presswick. Allie Presswick. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to check out the file name. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Allie Presswick has been doing a lot of character art for us too. And, uh, she worked, she, she does work for FFG. She worked on, uh, Champions, Marvel Champions, and I believe um, Mar- uh, X-Men Mutant Insurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I first became familiar with her work because I was still working at FFG when I was seeing her art, um, having worked on Champions. And uh, so I reached out to her and she was gratefully like available and excited about the project. And uh, she's made five pieces so far and she's got a handful more. Um, and this is one of my favorites. He's just kind of a stinker of a character, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you can't tell. Comes across, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited to find out what interacting with him is like when I play the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also wearing yeah. a poncho. Yep. <laughs> and a wide hat. true to the poncho yeah. punk theme. <laughs> right. A lot of stinkers in this game. Evan, yeah. you showed me another oh, stinker shoot. last week. <laughs> Here's a stinker too. This one has apparently been trouble for the early playtesters. There's something about unbeatable. Um, 
unbeatable uh it was just like your life is this now (laughs) there was nothing Mm. you could do about it it was pretty brutal (laughs) so this is a this is a cloud hive swarm uh or no i'm sorry not the swarm it's the cloud hive itself this is the cloud hive yeah and um i just imagined like this hovering half half spherical shape made of whatever material bees use to make their nests <laughs> did you you designed this one Evan? yeah yeah um okay. and um there's supposed to be an indication of a heat glow coming from the top i don't know how well it comes across but the idea is all the combined effort of these um these bees are generating this the heat to levitate this thing and mm-hmm. and the uh the entry and exit points on the bottom side of the um cloud hive are basically like the exhaust ports that are the method of propulsion. And wow. it's just this super light papery thing that floats around and causes chaos. <laughs> yeah. It's another one of Sam's uh, concepts. I don't, I'm not sure where he came up with it, but it's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see this because when you told me I could do some art for the game, you had given me the option to, to do this and I was intimidated by it. I had no idea how to handle it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it either. <laughs> <It's cool>. Yeah. <laughs> I was intimidated by it too. Yeah. It's cool though. I like what you did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Yeah. Awesome. So that's um That's a lot was... of art. We looked at a yeah. lot of art. Wow. We looked at a lot of art, guys. I hope that the viewers switched over to the to the vi- visual format yeah hopefully you know it'd be interesting to you know listen to the audio version and then come back and look at the (laughs) images and see (laughs) how much it lined up with the images that were conjured in your mind as we right yeah (laughs) yeah so everybody what listen to this twice episode twice yeah (laughs) (laughs) um did did we want to show some final stuff or was that that was final stuff yeah yep yeah okay Um, awesome but i think we've we've gone we've gone pretty long so I don't know if we should, long. if we want to wrap if we want to do the uh, these were the things we're doing or if we want to wrap it up. What do you think? Let's just say what we did, not talk about them, just list them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll say it and then we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> no, I think that'll. I think we've we've done a we've done a bunch today. Yeah, yeah. I think the the listeners and the viewers have gotten their fill. I hope you have. Um, is there anything? You guys want to say about the art or any last parting words you need to get in? Yeah, I would. Well, I would just say that it's been awesome to work on it and um, uh, a, a true joy. And I've really been I've enjoyed every moment of the process, even the early parts where I was struggling to, to determine what direction to take. Uh, and it, it's it's just a lot of fun. Like it's it's uh, easily easily one of the most fun things I get to do every day is to uh, work with Evan and Joe on this. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to having it all, you know, to having the course set all done and I've, you know, we'll be doing art for this game for a very long time if all goes according <laughs> to plan. So I'm really excited to, you know, get the course set done and then, you know, to see where the art goes next because um, I worked on a lot of games with a lot of art that have had, you know, many years of art go into them and where the art ends up is rarely where it begins. So um, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see uh, the, mm-hmm. the journey that the art goes on over the years. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been on a journey this episode <laughs> and I, so I'm also excited. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure working with uh, Evan and 
Andrew about this. It's just been, it's been awesome. So yeah. Kudos guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Joe. Me too. I love working with you guys and I love being able to riff off of your guys's imagination and do my best to make it what you guys imagine look as cool as possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you bring a lot of imag- imagination to it yourself. Sure. Too. Yeah. Like, a lot yeah, of, a yeah. lot of, Thank a lot you. of original <laughs> ideas. <laughs> awesome. Well, I've enjoyed working with you guys as well. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, this is a supersized episode. So if you made it this far, you're the best. Drop us a line, ask us some questions, info at earthborngames.com, and we'll see you in two weeks. Cool. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.